Hey everyone, welcome to uh, the latest episodes of Bikes, Bands, Beers, and Backpacks. It is raining out again today. It's been kind of raining all week, so I uh, thought I'd talk about our uh, June trip, motorcycle trip that we do every year. We're doing it next weekend, but uh, June trip uh, 7 happened back in, I don't know what it would have been, 2005. 14 and uh, we headed up north uh northwest of saskatoon to green lake saskatchewan area there's a campground just north of that and we got rained on all the time so we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit about the rain gear that we use on a motorcycle some rain gear for camping uh also touch on some more basketball here what a game last night and uh, it's national donut day so uh shout out to my boy jimmy shimmel and hobo donuts uh hopefully getting over there to pick up some today so stick around so as i've mentioned on the uh, podcast before every june kind of around june 6th or so we uh we load up the motorcycles and head out camping and touring around states and everywhere so we've usually gone down north dakota montana we've been up uh northern saskatchewan a couple times up through narrow hills and uh the uh hanson lake road down through manitoba uh, this year we're down heading down to the Fort Peck area of Montana next weekend. Should be a good time. I think we got six guys going. Uh, now the tradition, as I've talked about before, is that uh, you do not bring a tent. So uh, sleeping bag uh, is allowed. Pella, pillows are uh, frowned upon, but acceptable. Uh, and what we end up doing is making some usually some stupid little tarp forts if, if it's going to rain or just sleeping out under the stars if uh, if there's no rain in the forecast. So first couple of years we always went down to um, around Newtown, the Four Bears Casino area of North Dakota. And there's a little campground there. That's where we ended up last year as well. Uh, it was really hot the first year, really cold the second year, and then really cold and rainy the third year. Um, and we just happened to get lucky that third year that it didn't rain at night. But so we had f just four of us heading up. Uh, we went to Saskatoon Friday night and then we're heading up to Green Lake on the Saturday. And there was rain in the forecast, but hey, we were young and stupid and opposed to being, well, we're older and stupid now. But uh, yeah, I went for breakfast at the, uh, what was it, Park Cafe? I can't remember. But uh, it was just pouring then. And we're like, well, are we really doing this? I guess we were, so we uh, stopped at the Harley shop there in, in Saskatoon, Redline Harley, and one of the guys had to buy rain gear because he didn't even have any. The rest of us had, did have some Harley rain gear, which kept us relatively dry, but uh, from there he headed up kind of north Blaine Lake, stopped in Shellbrook at the gas station where it had been, uh, again, it's still been raining forever and really questioned ourselves as to what we were going to do there. Uh, continued up through uh, Big big river which is just a beautiful area you really get into the northern uh, saskatchewan part there and I stopped at a really neat bar uh and actually ran into some more uh people on motorcycles as there was a kind of a motorcycle motorcycle rally run going through there so they were all soaking wet too and really questioned if we should continue on or not but hey we said we're young we're dumb let's go do it um now, the funny part is at that bar there, they were serving, you know, there's alcohol you could buy to take with you. And we looked and my buddy and I, Germs, both like whiskey and they only had, uh, I think they had Canadian Club and we knew what that was all about. So we thought, hey, we'll get something different up at the liquor store at Green Lake. Green Lake is, I don't know, another 150 kilometers past uh, past Big River. So we get up there and we realized it was a, you know, First Nations Reserve, which we didn't really know. Um 
So find a gas station, get in there, uh, and ask where the liquor store is. And they just look at us and they shake their heads and go, no, this is a dry community. We don't have a liquor store here. So we all stood around in shock, freezing cold. Obviously not going to be able to get anything. We did have, I think we had 12 Coors Banquet with us that we had brought up from the States a couple weekends before, specifically for this trip. So four of us with three bears each was not, really what we were hoping for um and so i you know i was like okay well get some food get some bait because we're gonna go fishing and grabbed uh grabbed you know some hot dogs and some buns uh and some bait and everyone got gas and we loaded up and went another it's about 30 kilometers north to the to the uh campsite there and we get there it's a little off the highway along a river and super sketchy road because once you get north there's not really gravel roads it's just sandy roads and wet sand on a motorcycle is not not a good combination at all but we uh squirrely our way down the road about a kilometer two kilometers of that to the campsite and as we get there the rain finally breaks and we're like all right this is going to be great we unload um grab our stuff to go fishing grab a couple beers of course go there we're like okay well we can catch some supper that was kind of our plan in there and we caught i think we caught four fish all together and between the four of them i think we had two walleye two jack the total might have been 18 inches they were all just tiny tiny fish not even close to being able to uh to clean them and eat anything so as we were fishing it starts raining again we head back to camp we were able to get a fire going after you know working pretty hard it's nice lots of lots of free firewood up there and i start cooking the hot dogs and i kind of look around and say you know what did what did everyone else buy to eat and everyone looks at me and they're like well we didn't we didn't get anything and apparently i guess everyone was just so rattled that there was no liquor store that nobody really thought to get food um so we had that luckily my wife had made us some delicious banana chocolate chip muffins so we kind of had that and you know, I think we had 12 hot dogs between the four of us, which is as many beers we had, which uh, uh, I guess it's not the best ratio. Now, by this time, the rain has really picked up again. We're all getting wet. You know, we're in our our clothes, our leathers, our rain gear, kind of huddled up together, trying to stay warm around this fire. And we're like, well, maybe do we... Do we hop on the bikes and try and go to Meadow Lake, which was about an hour away, which none of us wanted to do, especially we didn't want to go up that sketchy, sketchy, uh, sandy road again, just to try and drive another hour to try and get some food and some blinker and come back. So we decided against that, decided we suck it up. We pulled out some tarps, pulled some picnic tables together and tried to make a spot for us to sleep. Again, not the smartest guys are the best ideas but hey sometimes that's where the best stories come from right and so we put the two picnic tables together then we had um one tarp going down kind of the back of it to try and keep the rain off us and that's where we put our heads we had a tarp over top a tarp underneath and uh you know it was pretty early i think we went to bed and and this is i mean beginning of june up up way up north so the sun doesn't go down to like 11 so we're basically going to bed pretty pretty light out still not really any sort of a buzz on still pretty hungry 
and it's raining on a tarp and we're between two picnic tables with three other dudes so not exactly the most comfortable none of us had um you know air mattresses or anything like that so we're sleeping on that and you know the the later into the night it goes the heavier the rain is coming down and uh the rain we're trying to keep the fire going and try and at least get a little bit of heat off that but that's not really working and uh, the rain starts puddling around right where our feet are. And so every time you'd kind of fall asleep, get a few minutes of, of, of sleep, then you'd wake up and you'd look over and everyone is more closer and closer to the fetal position, trying to keep their feet out of this puddle that keeps getting bigger and bigger and encroaching on our sleeping area. And uh, I think we all kind of got up by five in the morning or something like that and tried to get the fire going and a little warmer again we have no food for breakfast because god forbid we would remember to grab some bacon and eggs or anything like that um and luckily the the weather kind of broke just for us to kind of pack everything up and get you know our wits about us so we're like all right well now we got for most of us we had 600 kilometers to ride that day to get back to regina and just as we get on the bikes, it starts pouring again, and all we can think about is how we don't want to go up this super sketchy sandy road, and then 600 kilometers to get home. So it basically seemed like it took us half an hour to get up this sandy road, which, I mean, I think it was probably pretty flat, but it seemed like it was super steep. At times it was like you're pushing your Harley through the sand, trying to not fall off and not even really use your engine you're mostly just trying to push with your feet and oh that was just terrible but we did make it none of us dumped the bikes which we don't know how none of us did we thought probably we all would at one point but we made it and and yeah and then it was just pouring rain and it was about, it's about 350 kilometers or so down to Saskatoon so we tried to do that kind of as fast as we could to get it over with um and again, luckily, we were able to leave pretty early in the morning. We must have stopped for breakfast somewhere. I don't remember that at all. I just remember being absolutely soaked. Now, thank, thankfully, it was not that cold. It wasn't, you know, it was probably 15 degrees or something like that. So it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like some of the other times we've gone where it's been like four degrees. But we were able to get to Saskatoon to my buddy Jeremy's house and... We were all just trying to get there because we knew once we got there, we could take all our clothes off and uh, put them all into the uh, into a dryer, dry them off, and you know, put on some of our less wet clothes that we had in our bag, and uh, each had a shower, and it was just kind of me again, kind of getting your wits about you, getting yourself ready to do another 250k home. Uh, so we stayed there probably three hours, left Saskatoon, and headed down and again it's just pouring rain just that steady steady drizzle not a thunderstorm by any means but just straight rain uh and uh so we get there we get to the lumpston hill which is about know, 30 kilometers north of regina something like that and on the north side of the hill it's all rainy and on the south side of the hill you can see that it's not raining and so we get to the other side of lumpston the rain has finally stopped and we get to regina and it's kind of clear blue skies and we were just like okay well that's that sucked but was also but was also awesome right so we had lots of fun and always fun hanging out with the Eastview Wrecking Crew as we'd go on our stupid 
motorcycle adventures, which, again, we're doing next weekend again. Now, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, I was really hoping and assuming that it would be Cleveland and Golden State in the final, and I was right, which it was not as as you know easy as I thought it might be. Both both uh, series went to Game Seven. LeBron, of course, was fantastic. Golden State got a couple. Uh, well, got a fantastic Game Six from Clay Thompson, and we were able to put the uh, Houston Rockets away in Game Seven thanks largely to an injured Chris Paul. Game one was last night, and LeBron was just out of this world good. I think he had 51 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, and it came down to a weird overturn call that, I mean, I don't really like. I was all for instant replay, and then all of a sudden... I just I'm I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of these reviews, especially in the NBA, where they're reviewing out of bounds calls, they're reviewing block charge calls if they're in the in the restricted area, and just they're reviewing things that ninety percent of the time I think they had right, and it's just a waste of time. It's taking way too long. The review um, shot clock shots and three pointers. It's just it's just too much. So, anyways, they they're able to review. If LeBron was outside of the restricted area, which he clearly was, I don't know why they even needed to review it. And then they look, they're able to look at it and determine in slow motion that it was actually a block and not a charge, which I think was the right call. But it's just ridiculous that you can use that one challenge or the one review to review something else. And it's it's like, well, why aren't we reviewing fouls and all this other stuff that is is way more. Um, you know, black and white versus uh, a judgment call, like a block charge call. Anyways, uh, and then, uh, of course, this all led up to J.R. Smith making an all-time bonehead play um, on a missed uh, George Hill free throw late in the game, grabs a rebound with four seconds to go, tie game, and proceeds to dribble to half court, obviously thinking they were up one point, which they were not. Uh, we go to overtime, and Golden State catches fire and and wins the game, but uh, tough, tough to watch. Uh, I've always loved the Warriors, but Draymond Green is—I'm so sick of him. I, I really can't believe nobody's just sucker punched that guy and uh, tried to, you know, set a message. If there's Charles Oakley or or Xavier McDaniel's or someone like that in the league. He, uh, Draymond Green would be shut up by now. But uh, really looking forward to the series. Hopefully, Cleveland's able to win one or two games. I, I had said. Warriors in five, and but that might have been uh, game one, might have been the one that Golden State could have stolen. Now, as I mentioned, today is National Donut Day. Uh, if you've never heard of them or checked them out, I suggest you watch out for uh, Hobo Donuts. Uh, my buddy Jimmy, uh, he's been on some of the June trips with his motorcycle. Uh, check them out on Instagram, Hobo Donuts YQR. Uh, they are uh, selling some donuts today, two o'clock at Euphoria Muse out on the East End. Uh, also, uh, Everyday Kitchen is make some delicious donuts. I'm going to try and make it over to her place today. She has a pop up at 33 and a third Coffee Roasters on 15th Avenue. You can buy the General Hospital which is always nice to stop by there because it's also attached to Multinational to get some delicious beer. I was able to uh, grab some hobo donuts and take them over to uh, Multinational last week with my friend Mark, who was in from out of town. 
and uh, sit on the patio enjoying the warm sun, delicious beers, and some delicious donuts. So what a great way to spend a, uh, I think it was a Thursday afternoon or something like that. Uh, we'll not be doing that today as, again, it is pouring rain out uh, and it's probably going to lead to, I coach some flag football. We have practices Friday night. Those probably aren't going to happen. And some games tomorrow, those probably won't happen. Uh, but uh, the weather looks great for next week and fantastic for next weekend when uh, we hop on the bikes and go for June trip 12, I think it is, as we head, uh, I'm going to go through Gravelberg, Thompson Lake, uh, and then down through Glasgow, Fort Peck area of Montana. Check out uh, some Badlands down there and hopefully some old abandoned towns and just kind of have fun with the boys. So thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll be in touch next week.